You're listening to episode 32, Five Things You Can Do Now for Your Holiday Gigs. Hola, I'm Melissa B. Cartwright, voice and performance coach and Latin creative with over 20 years of professional singing experience and encouraging others to do the same. I believe that both mental and vocal preparation is key to creating confident performing artists. You'll hear stories and advice from me and my guests that will make you think, it'll make you laugh, but most importantly, it will make you walk away saying, phew, I'm glad I'm not the only one. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, y bienvenido, tu cafecito with the coach. What is up, fabulous singer? Thank you so much for hitting play and joining me for another cafecito. I am going to jump right into this one because I am recording this on November the 1st. By the time you listen to this, here in the United States, we are bypassing Thanksgiving at alarming rates. (laughs) And people are already thinking about Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and the New Year and everything that encompasses the winter holidays. This is also one of the busiest performance seasons for us performing vocalists. So I know you either have stuff lined up or you're actually wanting to get out there more. So if you're feeling, oh no, I'm already behind, don't sweat it, my love. I am going to give you five things that you can do right away as soon as this episode is over with. So if you are in the car or on a walk, maybe you might want to push pause and get to a place where you can take notes or just revisit it because there are some things in here that may sound obvious when I say them, but I I hope they're good reminders for you to take advantage of. So let's jump right in. Numero uno. If you are not singing on your social media accounts, why not? (laughs) There is no better time than the present. And there are probably differing opinions out there. Should I share my art? You know, is it is am I giving that away for free? Let me just tell you a story that hopefully answers the question for you. In the last two years, I have booked five gigs because they found my content on my Instagram account or a friend of theirs shared it or they said, you know what? Check out this girl. Check out this person. She's a bilingual artist. Would you be interested in working with her? And it was because... I got on there and I was just doing fun rearrangements of some of my favorite covers in Espanol. So is that everyone's booking story? No, but I hope it provides you some inspiration. And and this really, I want, here's what I want you to think about. We put so many, oh no, what if this? What if that? What if that? And then we stop ourselves in our own tracks from never trying and from never actually pursuing the opportunities. So in order for you to start doing this, you got to adopt a new mindset. We need to be in a place of why not? Why not share this video of me doing this cool Mariah Carey riff? Why not share this cover of one of my favorite Christmas songs or whatever it may be? Because 
with social media being so accessible and so many locations, venues, restaurants, organizations using it as a free marketing tool, why would you not do the same for your art, for your music? So if you've been having the scaries, you know, and having grappling with these feelings of being judged because, oh my gosh, it's on the internet. My friend, I think we're missing out on a beautiful opportunity for you not only to get booked, but for people to enjoy you and enjoy your musical contribution to whatever cover that is or whatever it is that you shared. It also provides an easy way or an easy location to point people back to. So for instance, if you don't have an actual website, like an artist website, sending them to your social media accounts is such an easy way for other people to find you. This is something that you can put on signage, right? If you do a live gig at a location and you have a sign with your information or even a business card, people go to social media accounts all the time all the time. And it's an easy way to contact you in an easy way, basically like like a little social media billboard almost of what you do, where you're going to be at, and what you sound like, right? What is it that you do? So take advantage of this free resource that we all have. And not only that, your friends can also share your work as well. Number two, numero dos, Ask your friends if they are hosting any family gatherings or holiday gatherings or if they know of anybody that might be doing the same and would be interested in having live music. Hello, New Year's Eve. Hello, Christmas Eve. Easy opportunities for you to get plugged in and share your music and do a gig. Now, if you're just starting out and you're like, Melissa, okay, I do want to start performing publicly, but I don't play an instrument or I don't have a speaker system or any of that. That does not mean that you can't perform. You can market yourself as someone that sings with tracks. I know plenty of professional musicians that do, that are stellar musicians, by the way, and do this. So for instance, if a friend says, actually, I know so-and-so, yep, they're hosting a party. They're looking for a live singer. If this family or this group of people is hosting a live gathering, one that is so big, You know, the chances are a lot of people already are planning on renting out sound equipment for the function. That is something that you can work into, let's say your negotiations, right? Like the party must provide a sound system. And if you're somebody who's just singing with tracks, you if you think about it, you're a little bit more low maintenance than maybe the musician who is also bringing their own stuff or playing an instrument, right? If you want to think about it that way and think about it as marketability. Now, if you are someone that brings your own things and you do play a live instrument, I think that's awesome. That's another form of marketability. And here's the thing. Different parties, different people, different contractors are looking for different things, right? So you could either go that route and maybe you're thinking, well, I've actually never gotten paid to sing, but I would like to. One starting point is what if you just did a gig for tips? If you're comfortable with that, they call this busking, then by all means, 
it's a way for you to get out there and get more established. If you are a musician that wants to get paid regularly, then you'll want to have a contract in place and stay tuned because I am working on a podcast episode where we're going to talk about this very thing. If you're already an established working, gigging musician, you probably have your contracts in place and everything, then yeah, you have your set rates. And then I would say be open to negotiations. And I I can't sit here and tell you what a good rate is or isn't because it varies from location to location. It varies um, what part of the country you live in, right? And what the standard going rate is. My suggestion is to get to know the live musicians you do know or see regularly in the area that you live and maybe just shoot them an email, send them a message. When I was starting out gigging again here where I live in Newport News, Virginia, because I hadn't done it um, for years and I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, I reached out. That's exactly what I did. I said, hey, you know, so-and-so has contacted me to perform. I'm just curious, what are the going rates in the area? What do you do? Would you mind sharing? Because some people can be a little zealous or, you know, very, very, you know, have a tight grip on what they do. But in my experience, I have found several artists that are very generous. They don't see it as competition because a lot of times we're just playing different genres of music that are completely different from each other. And that's fine. So connect with local artists in your area to check out what the going rates are. And then you can go from there and start planning, okay, this is what I think I should be paid. This is what I would be willing to work for. I would not go any lower than this. Or if you are just desperate to get out there and your priority is being seen, then yeah, just offer to play for tips. And I can guarantee that a lot of people would appreciate having you perform knowing that that's all that you ask for. Now that you're starting to make connections, right? You're putting your stuff out there on social media. You are letting people, talking to people, letting them know that you are interested and available to perform for the holidays. Go ahead and start making a set list. Now, you might be saying, I don't even have my first gig booked, Belle, but you know what this does? This is almost like a little energy and time investment into what you want to do. Because I can guarantee you, especially if you're someone who's starting out, a lot of people are last minute, unfortunately. (laughs) Or you know what? Maybe they did have someone lined up that fell through or they canceled and they need someone who can come in quickly. And if you want to be that artist that can fill in quickly, you want to be ready to go at a moment's notice. So start making a playlist of all the songs that you enjoy singing. If you had 30 minutes, if you had an hour, if you were hired to do 90 minutes or two hours, what songs would you include? And if you need a little extra help in this area, check out episode 24, How to Craft the Perfect Set List to get you started. All right, my friends, so are your wheels turning with ideas, with creativity? I really, really hope so. We're going to continue down this list with number four, numero cuatro, get comfortable with volunteering your services as well. Especially if you are someone who is just desperate to get out there and sing more in public. And around the holidays, this is 
there are so many really creative opportunities to do this. In fact, last year, someone posted on Facebook that one of our local hospitals was accepting musicians and different artists to come in and play in the lobby of their cancer treatment center. This was an opportunity that I tried to reach out and do a couple of years ago. So when I saw that, I jumped on it you know, contact, email the person that was in charge of it all. And I was quickly booked to come in and just play 30 minutes worth of live music. They had a beautiful grand piano in the lobby and I just sang Christmas carols. And it was such a lovely experience because I'm an artist who gets paid for my work, but the act of volunteering my services not only brings perspective to the fact that music and art enriches and uplifts, but it also provides such a lovely juxtaposition of the grind, right? The grind of, okay, getting ready for the setup, getting ready for this. What outfit am I going to wear? You know, and that's all part of the package and those aren't necessarily bad things. But I think for me, when you have opportunities to just give freely and you're not preoccupied with compensation for singing as well, I think it just, we need those moments. We need those moments of realizing that music and singing is a gift and how much it can bless people. Now, if you're someone, like I said, that being paid for singing isn't even on the radar, that's fine. Let me give you a couple of volunteer ideas that you can try this holiday season. You can check your local community choir, okay, for they're doing holiday performances. I promise you, whether it's Handel's Messiah or they're doing an organized group of caroling for a Christmas tree lighting in the town square, trust me, they are recruiting right now <laughs> for volunteer singers. And it's such a lovely way to create community as well. You can check with local nonprofits or the local nursing home. A lot of times they love having carolers. You just, as long as you're complying with any health regulations that they have, they are very welcoming to provide music for their patrons and their residents as well. And if you're a faith-based singer, a lot of churches are doing programming for this time of year and would love to have as many live performers as possible. Again, this provides such a lovely connection point, not just in meeting other artists, which is so wonderful because sometimes it can feel as though we're the only ones in the grind. And that's such a lie. (laughs) That is such a lie. We are all in this together. Not only that though, one performance opportunity could open the door for collaboration for another. And we understand that this I'll call it a business, but the the nature of performing arts, a lot of times the doors that are open to us came because someone knew somebody who knows somebody who needs this and this and this, and then you just continue walking through those doors. And trust me, showing up as the artist that you want to be and being professional from the get-go, whether it's a volunteer opportunity or something you're going to get paid for establishes your credibility and it's not just it's not just oh my gosh she's an amazing singer it's also she's an amazing singer and she is very professional i highly recommend her i have had performance opportunities opened to me 
because of my integrity just as much as the quality of what I bring as an artist. So my friend, just show up as your best self to any situation that's provided you. Does not mean that you have to walk through those doors because trust me, there are also plenty of opportunities that are just not good. (laughs) They're either really disorganized, you can feel it in your gut, in your intuition, in your spirit that, "Mm, no, this is not for me. I can smell it a mile away. (laughs) I can smell either the disorganization or the fact that they're lowballing me. You know, whatever it may be, you'll know which ones feel right and feel aligned for you. Last but not least, numero cinco. Invest now in your own artistic development and training. I know that you are following either myself or a ton of other voice coaches, and I think that's awesome. Gather all the knowledge that you can that is available to you. But my friend, if you've been feeling that nudge to invest in taking a voice lesson, joining that singing membership or program, purchasing those warm-up tracks that you keep seeing ads for, now's the time to do it. An investment in yourself is an investment in your art and in your career. And I promise you, I can guarantee you this, that you will eventually see the return on your investment. Not only because it's providing these opportunities, but because it's setting you apart in your excellence. You're going to know how to take care of your instrument, of your voice, of your musicianship, so that you can do this for a very long time time. And if you're thinking, well, Mel, the whole reason I need to get out there and gig is because finances are tight. I really do want to take that voice lesson, but I'm just not sure if I can afford it right now. I have something really special coming down the pipeline exclusively for my notes of encouragement email subscribers. So what is this exactly? Because I'm sure that you subscribe to different newsletters and things. So notes of encouragement, is simply that. It's a weekly or bi-weekly email that I send out to everybody who's on the list with my own thoughts on experiences that I've had performing, things that I've been talking about with people either in my studio or questions that I receive through this email list, addressing mental preparation, vocal preparation, um, stage presence preparation, or any of the above, conversations like this really, that come exclusively to those members. Those email subscribers also get first dibs on any new classes, any new offerings, exclusive discounts, and more. And I am preparing... Oh my gosh, so much (laughs) coming this month in November that are for my email subscribers only. I'm talking about discounted lessons, discounted programming, freebies even. I'm not going to be advertising this on social media or anything. And I'm also excited to announce here for the first time that our Reclaim the Stage online workshop, we conducted it in the summer and it was such a wonderful program. I am bringing it back for a winter version starting in January. Only email subscribers are going to get first dibs on registration in addition to all the other things and goodies and incentives that I just mentioned. So 
hopefully that kind of sparked some creativity and interest. And if you are interested, that link is in the show notes. You can always go to the homepage of mvcperformance.com, sign up, and you also get our seven days to the stage preparation freebie. It's a guide that takes you through thoughts, mindset, vocal warm-ups, and what you got to get ready for the week leading up to your performance. My friend, I cannot wait to see what you do. Please, if you end up booking a gig or doing a holiday performance, tag MVC Performance on Instagram. I want to reshare what you are doing so that more people can find you, more people can connect with you, and you can keep performing with passion and singing with love and doing what you feel called to do. What an exciting, beautiful season that we are entering into. So please, if you have any questions, feel free to send me a message on Instagram, hit like on this episode, download it for a future reference, leave a review if you found this to be encouraging. And I am wishing you a wonderful start to the holiday season ahead of us. If you want more information about how NBC Performance can ignite your passion for singing and songwriting and getting on stage, visit NBCPerformance.com. Hasta la próxima!